Hi Daniel, good to see you. Katie, good to see you. First of all, what's the latest team news ahead of Leeds on Sunday? Not too much. Uh, so Christoph Zimmermann had his uh, ankle surgery. He will be out uh, for several weeks. But uh, apart from this, more or less uh, all the players are available. Is Billy Gilmore back in contention for this weekend? Yes, Billy is always in my uh, in my head. So all the players uh, have the chance to shine during during the training week. And and uh, yes, don't want to speak too much about my starting lineup. But uh, all the players are available. Yes. Now, after the heavy defeat to Chelsea, how difficult has this past week been? Yes, it's always uh, always tough after conceding seven goals. It's it's a result that hurts a lot and and uh, is then pretty painful. And uh, yeah, the first days are unbelievably difficult. Yeah, it's more like then when you've spoken about this, when you have analysed the game and you start also your training process, it improves. But of course, after conceding seven goals, we need a few days to, to pick ourselves up. But since the middle of the week, I got the feeling so it's more and more we are not looking too much back. It's more like focus on uh, what uh, we will face in the uh, in the future. And yeah, the near future is uh, is Leeds and everyone is really focused on, on yeah, showing also response, of course, after, after losing a game 7-0. We know... Against such an opponent, sometimes uh, it can happen. Uh, it's, 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 especially the, the top three at the moment are a bit um, on a different level on, uh, on this level, you have to say. And yeah, if you're not there with your best performance, something like this can then sometimes happen. But yeah, of course, and it's also a bit like, yeah, you want to show some pride anyhow and, and uh, also want to respond. And this is also the task for tomorrow, for Sunday, sorry. And how are the team at the moment? Yes, like I mentioned, so the first days we were all pretty, pretty disappointed and down after after such a such result, and you should be like this. So it's also important to to feel a bit the pain and that it hurts to concede uh, such a loss. But um, I got the feeling it's more like from from day to day uh, we were then really focused, and and uh, it's also not that we have raised the white flag. Uh, we know so at the moment, yeah, just with two points after nine games, it's not the outcome that we wanted to have, and especially also not a loss, a big loss against. Uh, against uh, Chelsea is not uh, such a result. What you what you want to experience as a uh, as a group, anyhow. But we also have focused also a bit on the on the weeks before when we're there with uh, more than decent performance, especially the Brighton game, also the Burnley game. Started already with a good defensive behaviour against Everton, anyhow. Last weeks in general, uh, we're, we were definitely on the on the right path. Yes, if you then lose a game with a heavy defeat, it's, it's a bit like you've lost, of course, your a little bit your momentum. But in football, uh, things change pretty quick and we are focused and yeah, want to win the momentum back. Because Norwich City Sporting Director Stuart Webber says that everyone's in this together. So how encouraging is that for you to hear that you have the support during, during this difficult time? I'll be honest, it was not that I was 1% and you wasting my energy and, and time to, to think about such a topic. Uh, so it's more like... Um, the, the only thing is more like I'm just concentrated and, and focused on, on helping my players. Yeah, we are more or less the underdog in this, uh, in this league. But we are also, I also spoke quite honest about this before the season started, um, that I got the feeling as a club, we were much and are much better prepared than in comparison to two years ago. So it's still up to us to prove this also, uh, also with results. So for a self-funding club uh, like us with a bit restricted financial opportunities it will always be a big challenge to be competitive on uh, on this level but uh, I still got the feeling so we've got a chance and uh, yeah let's be honest also the, the first um, nine games anyhow it was also tough in terms of uh, fixtures so we had uh, seven games against the top ten in the in the table and right now also period comes we play also a bit against the teams 
who are a bit um, closer nearer to us in the, in the, in the, uh, in the table. And um, again, each and every game on this level is, uh, is difficult, especially for newly promoted sides. It's not a guarantee that you will win then the next five games or so. Uh, but we know that right now it's, it's also like the, it's a bit like, a bit like a crunch time period for us. Yeah, in this next games, we, we need to win as many points as possible. And the jury will be out uh, after the season, not after nine game days. So it's, it's always uh, where you are then after, uh, after 38 games. And for that, we haven't given up uh, hope. So it's, we're not happy with the status quo at the moment. Uh, but we will keep fighting, keep going. Leeds are struggling for Form 2 at the moment. So how big of an opportunity is this for the club? As you've touched on there, it would be a perfect response to Chelsea. Well, after losing 0-7, I don't want to speak about perhaps uh, some uh, weaker results of, of other teams anyhow. So we're always then self-critical and, and focus on, uh, on ourselves. Uh, on this level, each and every game is, uh, is uh, of course, a chance anyhow. And we are pretty re respectful. We know that Leeds has done uh, overall fantastic in the, last, uh, in the last two years. Yes, perhaps also not the, um, uh, the best weeks for them in the, in the, in the, in the big, bigger picture, but we're still pretty respectful, but we also know, of course, yeah, in, in home games against the teams who are also a bit in the, in the, in the bottom half of the, of the table, we want to win points. And, and for that, of course, it's, it's more or less like, okay, in this home games, especially after heavy, uh, heavy loss, anyhow, of course, we want to deliver, but um, just because we want to focus on, on ourselves and, and even against the top side, like against, uh, against Brighton, anyhow, we were able to, uh, to win points at home. And um, it was more or less unlucky that we didn't win this game. And we know when we are there with our best performance, we definitely have a chance on, uh, on Sunday. And this is what we want to make sure we want to be there with the top performance. And finally from me, Norwich haven't scored in the last five games. So as a former striker, what areas do you know need to improve to ensure that those changes are made this weekend? To bring the ball over the line, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest. So, um, yes, it was not always that uh, easy. Yeah, I was a striker as well. So when you play against Chelsea and then especially in the last 35 minutes, uh, just with, uh, with 10 players on the pitch due to a yellow-red card, anyhow, it's also not that easy for a striker, anyhow, to, to score. In the games before, we have created also many chances, especially in the, in the, in the, uh, in the Brighton game. And I was always happy with our commitment up front, with our, with our workload, anyhow. Right now, it's also like to, to find then also the yeah, brutality in front of the goal to bring the ball over the line. So against Brighton, for example, we missed also a chance with an empty goal anyhow. So to be then really that concentrated and, and fully convinced and committed, um, it's, it's never easy when you, when you want to break the circle anyhow and want have to score the first goal. And after scoring the first goal, sometimes the next are coming then a bit easier and sometimes... You also win the luck back a bit. But uh, for the first goal, you have to fight. And this is also my message to my, play, my players. And, you know, we, have, we, have to, we have to fight all together as a team in order to, to score the first goal. And, and it doesn't matter if my strikers are scoring or my midfielders or my, my centre-backs perhaps out of a set piece. So it's important that we work together as a team um, in general. So put this uh, Chelsea game a bit away. But before we have worked unbelievably hard as a team in order to be more solid uh, at the back, we were... We have unbelievable hard work in order to create more chances and in comparison to the start of the season. We have done this and right now it's also up to the team uh, in order, yes, to make sure as a team to, to bring the ball over the line and then we give ourselves also a chance to, to win some football games. Thanks, Daniel. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks a lot, Katie. Thank you. Katie, thank you. Okay, Alan at Sky, over to you. Okay, thanks very much. Um, Daniel, if I could just take you back to some of the quotes from your sporting director, Stuart Webber. He, he, he said that the 7-0 defeat was unacceptable 
Um, I'm, I'm sure you agree, but doesn't that put more pressure on you as a manager? No, not at all. So we know that, I know that I've got the trust. We're working together since um, ne nearly five years together and, and um, in general. So we had an amazing, amazing time together. We have created so much for this for this club and, and we our relationship is always full of full of trust and, and honesty and and we are there shoulder to shoulder and he was spot on so uh, seven out of the feet um is of course unbelievable painful and and uh, it hurts and it's also important then also to be self-critical and to speak about uh, what is not acceptable in such a game yeah because we all know it's difficult yeah to to play away at Stamford Bridge probably the most difficult task in, in world football. I spoke uh, about this before the game. And let's be honest, yeah, if you come away and, and travel home with a, with a defeat, 2-0, 3-0, everyone would probably say, okay, yeah, this is a normal outcome. But to concede seven and, and to finish just with 10 field players uh, on the pitch and um, also with uh, some individual mistakes that we normally don't do after being really rock solid in the weeks before, then of course it hurts and then there's no time to search for any excuses or to, to complain about VAR decisions or referee decisions or something of this sense also due to, to be honest and, and uh, quite also transparent in our, in our messages. And of course, for us as a group, it was not acceptable. And um, yes, you always have pressure on this, uh, on this level. We have the pressure to, uh, to fulfill our, uh, our, our targets and our achievements. And we're not happy with two points, just two points after nine games. We're not happy with mm. position 20. And we're especially not happy with conceding seven in the, uh, in the last game. In the, um, so for that, yeah, of course, want to respond, and uh, it doesn't uh, doesn't put uh, additional pressure on us or on myself or whatever. So it's just a realistic judgment of uh, of the field. I'm sure you work exceptionally hard on the on the training ground week to week. But what more do do you expect from your team? Obviously, it's not all down to luck, is it? That there's, there's something missing at the moment. Well, we are, we are always self-critical and honest and also speak quite open about what we, what we need to improve. Yeah, obviously, yeah, we have to score more goals. In the beginning of the season, it was a bit more like to concentrate, also not conceding too much because in the opening games we have conceded too much. But I think it's also, we were also quite brutal, honest with, with us and our behavior. We're not happy with the, you know, with the Chelsea game. But it's also important to see a bit the bigger picture. So, um, in general, we, we had nine games so far and seven games against the top 10 in the, uh, in the table. So we had three losses against the top three, against Liverpool, against Man City and against Chelsea. And you have to say realistically, in these three games, uh, our opponents played one level above us. We, we had no chance. So when this type of uh, teams have a poor day and you are there with your best possible for performance, you have also a bit of luck, you can even sometimes grind out a result in, against, against this big animals on this uh, on this level we have proved this for example two years uh, two years ago but let's be honest actually and we have to say these teams are a level above us but we have also played then three games against the teams who are currently sitting in position eight nine and ten leicester arsenal and everton and these were tight games so we have lost away at arsenal with one goal uh, this goal was uh, five minutes discussed by var we have lost against leicester with one goal our equalizer was ruled out, I think, uh, wrongly after five-minute discussion with the VAR. We've lost against Everton in a tight game where the key scene was a five-minute discussion of VAR overruling the referee decision and gave a penalty against us. So um, in these three games, anyhow, we lost this game, and it doesn't make us more happy that it was unlucky, anyhow. But 
let's be honest, there were tight games we played on this level and we could have easily even drawn this games or perhaps even won one of these games. Anyhow. With additionally two uh, draws, clean sheet draws away at Burnley and also against Brighton, side who is sitting currently, I think, on position five on the table. And we had one really disappointing result in the home game against Watford. When, yes, we were a bit over-motivated. They caught us on the counter attack anyhow and, and uh, won the game with 3-1 against us. But put this three games against the top three away in all the other games. It was not that we were played out of the park anyhow. They were all tight games, either a draw or a loss with one goal anyhow. So, um, yes, against Watford, we lost the game 3-1, but it was also not they played us out of the park. So, um, again, it doesn't make us more happier. So, it doesn't make us to feel, yeah, we've done all right so far. We are not happy with two points after, after nine games. We are not happy with conceding seven goals at Chelsea. There's no doubt about this. But it's also not that uh, we are not competitive on this level. So we know that we are competitive. It's in football quite often about to find these fine margins anyhow. And this more or less like, yes, yes, to, to add the first win would, of course, be an unbelievable confidence boost and would be also great for the, uh, for the table. And we know, especially in the home games, we have to deliver and have to make sure that we are, there was a pretty complex performance. So to make sure that we have a game and we are really solid in defending, um, but also clinical in our finishing and to get this balance right. This is a task and uh, again, not happy with the status quo, but also not like we have raised the right flag so far, we keep going. It, it sounds like you're saying your season starts now. Do you, do you really see it that way? Because you have had difficult games. No, sadly, it has already started. And if I'm honest, we are a bit uh, behind our expectations. Yeah, of course, we would have wished to, to win a home game against uh, Watford anyhow. And yeah, with these three points and uh, perhaps also one or two draws in, in all the other games, we would be in a much better position. So we haven't done this. And for that, there is a bit more pressure on winning points in the next game. So uh, it's, it's, it's not that the season starts right now. Sadly, the season had started uh, anyhow a few weeks ago. And we had a tough start in terms of the fixture list, in terms of yeah, late arrivals of some key players. So for example, Ozan Kabak and Matthias Norman were important players for us just arrived after four games were played. So... Yeah, we have, we have to be a bit more patient in this topic with a self, as a self-funding club. Yeah, we could have brought him in a bit earlier, but uh, for Matthias Norman, for example, if we wanted uh, him um, to be there for the first game day, yeah, we would have need to, to pay £50 million pounds more to, to bring him in, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest. And mm. We can't afford this. Uh, we know this. And we, we are always quite open and realistic with our challenges. Anyhow. And we know it's, it's quite difficult, also challenging for us, and there's no guarantee uh, that we will celebrate in the end of the of the season. It's uh, it's difficult. It's a difficult challenge for us, uh, but we are also full of hope and fully convinced. And you know that we will have mm. a chance if we if we keep going. Right now, it's also yes, we will have also several games against against uh, the teams who are around us in the table. Yeah, sadly or thank God, uh, the the games against Chelsea and and Liverpool and Man City are also over. Anyhow, so I think um, in the ne next upcoming games, with all respect also to the opponents. There are games where we will be more competitive also on this, uh, on this level. And, and again, so there's still a chance. It's not important where you are after nine games. We are not happy where we are after nine games, but we want to be there in a, in a good position after 38 games and this is our target. I think that it's been mentioned there. You, you, you touched on it. I mean, Leeds need points. Uh, you obviously do. The fact that there's more, there's pressure on them. It, do you feel that will help you in these forthcoming matches? I don't know. So for that, I'm also a bit too far away. I still think that uh, the 
we're sitting on position 20 on the table. I think the pressure is even a bit more on us than on Leeds in a away game, if I'm, uh, if I'm really honest. But it doesn't make um, any difference, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest. It's, it's also like um, you have each and every game day pressure on this level. And even if we are successful in this game, yeah, then you have also uh, pressure to um, repeat with a good result in the, in the next game. And we know also this pressure on last season. We had more or less the pressure we need to win each and every game yeah, because we wanted uh, to win the title anyhow and, and we were capable to handle this pressure. This time, it's more like yeah, we want to win points in each and every game and this is, of course, also the home game where we want to win points and it's not a, such a difference in comparison to last, uh, last season. The only difference is, of course, after a few losses, the self-confidence is, is, is not on the, on the top level. But this is what we have to handle. Anyhow. We don't complain about this. So if you would be scared anyhow to handle also perhaps even a few poor results and disappointing results on this level, then we shouldn't take part on, on Premier League level. Then we should say, no, listen, we stay in the championship or uh, even better to, to play in League One, then we win more games than we, than we lose and everyone is happy and just praising us. No, if we want to achieve that we earn the right also to stay longer in Premier League, we will also have to handle the pressure that sometimes even not with a high self-confidence you go in the, into a game, but you need to deliver a result and this is what we want to do. Just one final question from me, which is away from Norwich City. But uh, Josh Cavallo came out, uh, the Australian, came out as, uh, as, as gay this week. And he, he said he feels relieved, uh, he feels good and he needed to share it. He's had a very good reaction. I just wonder whether you feel there's a, a fear factor in, in England, in the Premier League, maybe in, in European football, about a player who, who does want to come out as gay. They're often fearful of it, but then the reaction afterwards is always very positive and he says his teammates have given him a great reaction so do you think there is a fear factor around that subject and, and players coming out as gay in England? Well first of all good that he was uh, that brave and, and um, yeah good that he feels relieved and, and it's, it's a proof more or less that it's definitely the right decision also to, uh, to come out. Um, in general, so the fact that I didn't know about this uh, topic uh, before you mentioned it right now, it's more like this, uh, this effect that we come more and more uh, to normality because 20 years ago it would have been a, a big, big topic in the media. So I didn't even realize this anyhow. And I think this should be normality. So in, in our times, we don't even have to speak about this quite normally. It, it wouldn't be, a, um, wouldn't be a, even a topic if something happens in, 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 um, or someone would come out anyhow in, in, in football at least. There would be just positive reactions and I think we are meanwhile also yeah, as a society in such a position anyhow that it shouldn't be a topic at all to speak about this uh, nowadays. So for me it's, it's completely uh, normal anyhow if, if a player also like comes out like this and uh, yeah I think encouraging signs anyhow that we don't even have to speak about this. Well, thanks for your time, good, good luck on the pitch. Thanks a lot, thank you. Thank you. Okay, Paddy. Daniel, how are you? Eddie, hi. Thank you. Yes, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Good with a few points, yes. No, words, no, no, no two ways about it. Um, Sam Byram, first week, last week, last Friday, he said he'd train fully. Not, not obviously suggesting he's, he's in your thoughts for, for Sunday, but has he had another, backed up that first week, has he had another full week with the guys on the training pitch? Yes, full week. Great, great development so far with, uh, with Sam, so he was out for... Yeah, nearly 20, 20 months anyhow, so we still will be a bit bit careful, but um, good back-to-back -back week on the training pitch, his first steps to come back off. He's not a topic for 
for the game at the weekend. But yeah, the longer he is with us on the training pitch, the closer he comes, and I'm quite happy to have him back. Um, and you may or may not want to say anything about, about Todd, but he went out and obviously Friday evening played for the 23s. Just your thoughts on, on him this week, what you've seen from that man? No, I've spoken uh, quite uh, in length, I think, last week about, uh, about this topic and nothing has changed. I mentioned that um, it's more like uh, the first topic is, is to make sure you need to sharpen up a few things. And uh, first topic is also to, to be back um, and able to train two weeks without, without any problems. Last week he was capable to do this. Had also appearances with our under 23, sadly, since two days he's out with a back problem out of, uh, out of training. So, um, yeah, will be, will be a bit longer road to Lisa and really a topic, topic for us again. Without going too much again back to, to last Saturday, but what do you sense amongst your players the mood is? Is it, it almost now, as much as you want to keep the negativity out of the camp, it must be very hard to stop it seeping in. Is there almost a bit of a siege mentality? And is that less, not necessarily a bad thing? That you, as a group, coaching staff, support staff and players, almost, OK, we'll, we'll show you now. You know, it, can that be a positive thing? Yes, that's right. And if I'm honest, I didn't want to keep the negativity out after after seven loss. So I wanted us and them, and no, also us and you know, not just the players, but also like everyone here, at, uh, also at Colony, also to to feel a bit like the the pain of such a heavy loss. Uh, because it's more like when you feel the pain and the disappointment, it makes sure then, okay, you don't want to have this feeling uh, at any moment uh, again. That's also quite quite important. It, of course, we we do a, a reaction anyhow, need to need to respond anyhow. But it's also important, like I mentioned before, um, perhaps not to overinterpretate also also a game and uh, and and a loss against one of the best sides in the world. Let's be honest. So um, even if you are there with with a with a top performance and, and Chelsea has a good day, you would lose probably the game two 0 three 0 and everyone would say, okay, listen, that's normal. But if then everything comes together, you are not there with your top performance. Chelsea has a really good day. You have a red card, plays in underload for 30 minutes. And, you know, yes, such a result can happen as, as hard as it is to take. And, you know, but um, I think we had even uh, on a different pitch uh, result, and, you know, where Liverpool and Man United were involved, even, on, even for a team on this level, anyhow, it could be happening. And, and let's be honest, Liverpool could be easily there with seven goals. And I can remember also... Um, some other results in the in the in the in the last seasons, anyhow, where a team concede even more goals than just just seven. But seven is, of course, anyhow, it's painful. It 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 hurts. You you feel a bit embarrassed, anyhow. It's it's you take it in your personal pride, anyhow. That's that's quite normal. No one wants to get beaten seven 0 and and then you have to accept also all the criticism, and you have to be self-critical. And this is what we what we were in the beginning of the you know, of the week. But then it's also important. And I got the feeling so, especially some. From Wednesday on, we started also, come on, right now it's also not uh, the time, the days of sorrow are over and, and feeling sorry for ourselves and, and criticizing ourselves right now. It's come on, focus also on what we want to do against Leeds and let's not forget what um, has brought us also yeah, some compliments and some momentum in, the, in, the, in the weeks before. That was really good defensive behavior, also creating many chances against Brighton. And let's focus also not, of course, on the things we have to improve, but also on the positive things out of the last week. So, yeah, to be honest, against Chelsea, there was not so much positive to take out of this game. But in the bigger picture, there are many, many positive things also in the weeks before. And uh, like I mentioned, so, yeah, also the fixture list that I told you against, against Liverpool, against Man City, against Chelsea, let's be honest, we, 
they played one level above us and we had no chance anyhow. So, and hush results away at Man City, hush result at, at Chelsea um, against Liverpool. The game was a bit tighter. I think 65 minutes we were on their level, but um, then in the end, it was also a well-deserved win for, for Liverpool with, uh, with 3 nine. So, um, but we have to accept though, again, these three teams anyhow, they, they are at the moment one level above us. But in all the other games, it was not we were outplayed and we were not competitive. Uh, even against really good sides, away game at Arsenal, away game at Everton, anyhow, um, against Leicester at home. So it's not that we were played out of the park. So we have to concentrate on our strengths. And this is also quite important. And if we are there at our, our best, yeah, we definitely have also a chance to win points against Leeds. And this is our focus, right? Maybe to underline that point, I was going to ask you, Leeds, ninth last season, everybody lavishing praise on them as a group of players, Bielsa as a coach. This season, one win in the league prior to Sunday and they're, they're deemed to be struggling and obviously they're missing one or two key players as well. Does that underline the fine margins maybe outside of the top, however, top many, top four, top five, that it, it can turn quite quickly, both in a negative and a positive direction? On this level, 1%, I think, uh, first of all, you have to say, so Leeds deserves uh, all the praise in the, in the last two years. So they were promoted in, in, in brilliant, brilliant style. Um, they had a really, really good first season on, uh, on this level. Quite often, it's, it's also with the euphorism of promotion and you know, then a bit easier also perhaps uh, to perform. Second season after promotion is quite often also um, perhaps sometimes even a bit more challenging uh, anyhow. And... Uh, again, I think Marcelo Bielsa has done a fantastic job in the in the last years there. The club has done a fantastic job, and yes, on this level, fine margins can make a make a big difference. You know, and and just two or three weeks can change the whole momentum. Also, Man United was praised so much when I can remember after Cristiano Ronaldo came, and you know that fantastic results he scored, many goals, and everyone was speaking about right now we have the mentality to to win titles. And then a couple of weeks later, everyone is, is punishing them, even. On the, on the top end of the table, it's like this. And, and then even more, what happens perhaps in midfield or perhaps in the, in the bottom half of the, of the table. And we know that, um, we, of course, with such a loss, and now against Chelsea, we've lost a bit our momentum that we had in the, in the weeks before. But with a good result, you can win momentum straight away back. You can climb a bit the table. You can boost your mood and confidence. And uh, again, we are not happy with the Chelsea game. We are not happy with two points after, after nine games. Uh, but we also know that we have a chance, anyhow, with a good result, to turn change uh, the things quite quite quickly, anyhow. This is also why we are highly motivated uh, to be there with a good performance, and even more with a good result against Leeds. Just two more, if I can, Daniel. One on the Stuart comments. You said you didn't need to hear them. It's it's not really something that you've felt was was necessary from your point of view. But the fact that he's come out and publicly shown he's got your back, that must reassure you, I thought. Yes, but I know. We're speaking on the on the daily basis. I know what he what he thinks, and really, with believe me, I always try to stay to say humble and modest and all. But I also know what we've what we've done in the last four and a half years with the club and how far we have developed the club. And not to speak about me, but I think also what Stuart has done with this club in the last five years is an incredible incredible achievement. Yeah, out of club who was. Under such financial pressure, anyhow, we, he has earned also with his, with his business, with player trading, more money than probably any other club on this, uh, on this level, even in, uh, in Western Europe. So he has overtaken a club who was struggling a bit on championship level and he has brought this club, anyhow, to two championship titles. So in the history of Norwich City, we have won three titles on championship level. 
under his regime, we've won two anyhow, and with the two best seasons in the history of this uh, football club in the in, yeah, last season and two years two years ago, we're playing in the, in the Premier League and we have many exciting young players uh, under long-term contract. So what has happened here at Colney, the infrastructure of the club, you can't compare this what in, in, in four years. And I really have to say what he has achieved also in changing the culture and bringing values and the philosophy to this club. Really, for me, it's really the biggest achievement in the last four years, what someone has done in, in English football with a, with a club. And this without external money as a self-funding club. And I think this really, some people may judge it in a different way, but for me, what Stuart has done, I think this is the most remarkable achievement um, in, the, in the last five years in, uh, in English football. And he deserves uh, all the praise, all the praise. He has also spoken quite honest about like, we're not happy with the Chelsea game. We're not happy with two points after, after nine games. And now, yes, and we are also self-critical and we want to be better than in position 20 on this, uh, on this level. And again, so if yeah, he was also self-critical about, about our, uh, our uh, signing so far, he said so, so far it, it has not worked so much. I think also in this terms, I can't give him to more praise anyhow. He has done everything what this club has, has done with his opportunities. And also, keep, keep also a bit in mind what, what, he, what he has done. He's, and this is a big topic I know in the outside world, he's on the last year of his contract here at Norwich City. And we are promoted to the, to the, to the Premier League. And easily he could have said, listen, we risk the future of the club. It's my last year perhaps here. Uh, in this uh, in this club because I'm out of contract next season anyhow we spend more money than we than we have um, everyone would praise him for great ambition anyhow and if it works yeah fine then the gamble was right if it doesn't work yeah perhaps I'm out of contract then someone else has to deal with it no he had has brought such a sustainability and so many values uh, to this to this club so of course we needed to sell anyhow with a record transfer fee our best player or perhaps our key player Emi Buendia in order to bring all the other players in and you anyhow so we are as a self-funding club always have to earn the money before we can spend it and believe me Stuart would have wished anyhow for example to bring Matthias Norman oh yeah and I spoke about this we have worked on this on this transfer for months and yes but it's also not to deal anyhow sometimes with a with Russian club and, and six weeks uh, ago they wanted 15-20 million pounds transfer, transfer fee it's a bit the same is with our center back, and we would have liked to bring them in earlier, not just after game day four. No, we wanted to have them in, and uh, even in preseason. And if he would have said, "Listen, I'm there with the last year of my contract. I spent perhaps even a bit more money. I, I do a gamble, then I get lots of praise, and it's easier from the sporting point of view. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, and you know, yeah, perhaps we face the same fate like some other clubs. So with all respect, but." Uh, you know, some other clubs had um, anyhow other problems when I think about Derby County or Hull City in the past or Sheffield, anyhow, Wednesday, anyhow. So it's um, they are on the or Sunderland, anyhow. There are many, many examples. And he could have chosen the easy road. He have, has chosen, anyhow, to bring even more values and more sustainability. And he always shows responsibility and, and is there like a like a shield that overtakes responsibility. And for me, this is also a sign of character and personality too. Let everyone celebrate you when everyone, everything works. Yeah, this is quite easy, but to be there and to stick to your beliefs and to your values. Yeah, when it's easy also to be criticized. And of course, it's at the moment easy to be criticized. We are 
in position 20, we are just there with two points anyhow. But to still say no, we, we think more about the club than about our about the his individual reputation, I think is the most remarkable and most praiseable uh, achievement in, uh, in English football. And, um, in general, I also would like to hope with, you know, I always try to stay modest and, and humble anyhow, but um, I would also like to think that I've also played at least a little part in this, in this uh, project. And just because we lose games against Chelsea, also, although it was a tough defeat, or Man City was a tough defeat, or, or Liverpool, I don't start anyhow to doubt what we are doing anyhow. So I was not running around two years ago. Let's be honest, also, when we won the, Premier, the championship title two years ago, some other managers who are right now, and they are rightly praised on Premier League level, and you worked with me on, on a championship level and finished perhaps a mid-table with their team, said I was not tempted to run around and explain them how football works anyhow. So not, not, not like this, but right now I'm also not because I have other opportunities, other financial opportunities, perhaps clubs with more financial opportunities. I'm not doubting myself and think right now, oh, we're losing football game anyhow because uh, I'm too poor as a coach anyhow for this, for this level. So with all staying humble and modest, so that's, that's uh, not the case. So for that, I don't need uh, any, any, any backing anyhow. So I know about our situation as a club and I'm so highly motivated to help my players, also to help this club with our, with our situation to be successful. And anyhow, and if someone wants to criticize then uh, some decisions, anyhow, it's, it's all okay. So as long as they don't criticize the players and the club, anyhow, if this helps, all okay, I take this. And also for that, I don't need uh, any backing. So for that, I'm quite, quite um, not happy with the status quo. Yeah? Not, not um, where we want to be, but I'm also not doubting anyhow what, what we're doing. So uh, I'm fully convinced of what we're doing and I'm fully convinced that uh, we've got so much to give and, you know, and so much also to achieve with this club. I can't guarantee you anything, but what I can guarantee is more like that we work our socks off and, and we have a chance and, you know, also with these players. And again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept if anyone judge about our, our new signings, they are not good enough for, for this level. And, you know, let's, let's wait a little bit. Let's let judge us after 38 games. And if we are then not able to achieve what we want to achieve, then we could speak about, yeah, could, we should have signed other players for five million pounds that have more uh, uh, more quality than the players we have signed. And you know, I'm fully convinced of uh, Pierre Les Melou, of, of Billy Gilmore, of Josh Sargent, of Milo Trasic, of Christos Solis, and uh, of, of, of Ben Williams and all the others. And you know, so they will prove and you know, that they are good enough for this for this level. It will be a long road and you know, it will be difficult. But uh, believe me, there's so much so much spirit and also so much fight still within this group. Uh, no one has to think that at any point we will give up. Eh? Even, even, hopefully not, but even if there's a poor result against Leeds, anyhow, no one will ever see this Norwich uh, City side and this type of players anyhow to, to give up. And for that, um, yeah, there's a lot of fight in this. Race. I mean, I'm 100% convinced of this.